That actually brings up an interesting point about this experiment. I found myself skipping over some of the songs that might make my pure top 10 yeah. musically mm -hmm. for songs that impacted my life because right. of who I related them to or right. a life experience that was going on at the time. People who get Alzheimer's, the part of their brain that's the last to go is the one that remembers music. They've actually done research oh, and man. some experiments with playing music from their days as young people, seeing people waking up when they hear music because their brain strongly associates that with those times in their life. Welcome to the Real Talk Podcast from Real FM. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac. Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Talk. I believe this is episode seven. We're racking them up, guys. Oh, man. Starting to get up there in season two. I'm Anson, along with Kara and Isaac. Real Talk is a show where we get real about everything from the ridiculous to the inspiring. We may very well cover the gamut of that today, guys. We're talking about music because the last time we talked about music was in episode one of season one. Mm -hmm. So it's been a while. Yeah. And obviously we're all big music fans here, but we're taking a little bit of a different spin on it today. Day. Was this an idea that somebody, which one of you came up with this idea and did we steal it from somewhere? Do we have to give credit to somebody I for this? I don't think so. Okay. I, I this made, was your idea. I made a playlist a while ago because my boyfriend and I are getting to know each other. And when That's you're getting right. to know someone, you need to know about their musical taste, right? Mm, sure. So he was like, well, make a list of your favorites. And yes. so I made a list that was like the story of my life. And then the list that I made for this one was a little bit different, but man, this is such a fun game. Yeah. So you shared this with us and we all decided, all right, each of the three of us, we're going to make a list of all the songs that have influenced us yes. right. over the course of our lives. I don't know about you guys, but I started with like 40 or 50 <laughs> yes. songs and we've pared down to 10 songs a piece, <laughs> which was very difficult. It almost killed me, Yeah. but we managed to do it. And so we're going to share some of that music with you yes. on the podcast today. So pretty excited about that. But first, a few other things to talk about first our shameless plug for this week we're talking about the uh, Facebook group that we started for our beta testers, yes. and we've been having a lot of fun with this, Isaac. Yeah. I mean, we've had people uh, bring up different songs that they like, different songs that they hate. I saw someone brought up one this morning. <laughs> you know, it's such a touchy topic with me because I'm currently defending a song that I love you right now. You started a hashtag in the <laughs> Facebook group, Bring Craig Back. Oh, that's awesome. If you haven't heard the wonderful Walker Hayes song, Craig... It's a blessing to your ears. Apparently not everyone agrees with you. <laughs> not everyone so feels this We have way. a debate raging like in all the geniuses, Facebook group right now. Craig is <laughs> underappreciated in his time. Misunderstood. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's awesome. So if you would like to join the debate on Walker Hayes, yay or nay, you can yeah. join our Facebook group for our beta testers. You can do that. The link is tied to the Real FM Facebook page. So yes. Go to facebook.com slash Real FM online. Click on groups. You can request to join the group there. There's lots of other stuff happening there too. We'll give you updates on when we're adding new music to Real FM. Mm -hmm. You can give us feedback on that kind of stuff. And I think maybe within the next couple of weeks or so, we're even going to do a giveaway just for people who are part of that group and who are participating in yeah. that group. So you want to get signed up now so that you're going to be involved in that when that comes around. Okay. That's right. Awesome. All right, let's talk about what we're into this week. Okay. So what I'm into is a product that is helping me discipline my cat because I hate any sort of conflict. I even hate disciplining <laughs> my hate cats. Discipline. I hate, hate, hate anything that creates negative feelings. So, so your cat's the boss in your home, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Uh -huh. So he has been really enjoying counter surfing for a oh, while. No. And recently I was like, you know, that's probably not cool because <laughs> I'm finding cat hair in my food. And no, that's, gross. that's definitely not that's cool. That's definitely not cool. And so I was like, I got to do something about this. So... I researched online, looked at all the things, and I found this product called Scat. Okay. It is a can that is basically canned air. I think it actually has something else with it. I should have looked up for the actual description. But it comes with a little sensor that you put on top of it. It's a motion-detected spraying device. What? Uh -huh. Yes. And so when your kitty gets up there like, hey, what's going on? I'm going to explore the counter. If you get within three feet of it, it even like tries to spray me. If I'm like three feet away, it's like when you're hopping on your yeah. counters yeah. at your house. When yeah. I'm counter surfing, counter surfing. I do that regularly. No, I'm just like walking by. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry. 
So yeah, I got this little thing. I finally got the batteries for it. So I set it on my counter. Reverb jumps right up there. He's still a kitten. So he's extremely curious. He's like, something new. What is this? Mm -hmm. So he jumps up there and somehow he managed to avoid it from the front. I don't know how he did this, but he kind of snuck up on the side of it. So it didn't spray him right away. So he got a good 30 seconds to a minute of sniffing this thing until he got right in front of it. Oh, no. Right in front of it. He had decided, okay, this isn't really a big deal. Turned his head the other way and then it sprayed him. And and I have it all on video. He just, I mean, he jumped through the roof. He's off the counter. He's gone. He's like, what the heck? That's awesome. So now he is completely avoiding that side of the living room. Like, he won't even. Giving your cat PTSD. I have. That's what I thought. As soon as it happens, I was like, oh. So wait, now is this giving you negative feelings again? Are you going to be able to handle it? (laughs) I'm trying to just be cool with it because I'm like, it's okay. He'll be fine. He's still cuddling. He's still doing his thing. But I notice he hangs out now on this like surface on the opposite side of the room. He likes to be up high. Right. Now he's on a surface that's way far away from that thing. thing. And so I'm like, okay, that's the mission. That's the idea. Mission accomplished. But he is still a little skittish. So I'm like. Hopefully in time he'll calm down and it'll be okay. So it's not giving me such negative feelings that I'm not going to keep using it because let's be real. I don't need to be on the counters. <laughs> and it's hilarious. And also, especially if you can get video kind of it. Yeah. Like, yes. My question is now that this has proven to resolve your conflict for you, are you just going to be spraying everyone that you disagree with? <laughs> Walking around. So awesome. Yes. Like, that sounds kind of cool. going to come up to Kara's office and be like, so Kara, I think we need to make a change. It's going to spray me with a water bottle. Yeah, that's, that's nope. No conflict. Like, that's my new tactic. My what I'm into this week is actually a video game called Elite Dangerous. So I love space. I've always been like a space nerd. I love everything to do with space and spaceships and stuff like that. And I finally bought my first video game that I bought in a long time. This is a space flight sim. Okay, so this is like an open world kind of thing Uh where you get to choose your path. You can do all of these things from be like a fighter pilot to a cargo plane driver to a passenger transporter. I started playing it last weekend. Guys, I've put in like hours to this thing. (laughs) I need to repent for my time spent on this game. But basically, I was in the middle of doing a cargo delivery run. What? I was listening to some soft jazz, just hanging out in my workspace. And then Brie walks in and she's like, you've been playing this game for a while, haven't you? And I'm like, yeah, it's a cool game. And she goes, well, what are you doing? Expecting for me to be like, oh, I'm on this quest right now. Right to deliver this cure to this hospital. And I go, I'm transporting some beans <laughs> to this station. Oh my gosh. And then she looks at me like, so you're a UPS driver. And I'm like, oh. I go, no, 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 but look at my spaceship. And then she's like, so you're a space UPS driver. <laughs> it's like, yes, Life I've been, goals. uh, I've been providing for my space family as a space <laughs> UPS driver. That's so wonderful. It's so funny that things that can be exceedingly boring ideas in real life (laughs) somehow become attractive ideas in a video game. Yeah. There's uh have you have you seen the game like Euro Truckers? Yeah. That that whole series. There's an entire series about driving semi trucks. Yeah. Just around the country. No, this is just like around the country. (laughs) Yeah, just in Europe. Just on the road. Like literally all you do is you just drive semi trucks from point A to point B. The twist is that it's on the opposite side of the road. That's true, yeah. But, but it's become like this big popular game. So it like defies funny. logic. And yet people are like, they're super into it. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, and there's also this game Far Cry 5 that just came out where it's this action game. But people have found that there's a fly fishing element to it. <laughs> yeah. what? And Twitter has exploded with all of these people talking about how they're just playing the fly fishing element <laughs> of this game. So I'm not alone. You have all these no. nerds who are like, fly fishing. This is cool. And all the outdoorsy types Never are like, uh, before. yeah, maybe try it sometime. <laughs> yeah. Like, for real. Rolling their eyes. It's kind of fun. <laughs> That's awesome. My thing that I'm into this week is energy balls. Oh, yeah. Oh, Isaac's <laughs> having a moment over there. Spit take for Isaac. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I just, so would you like to take a guess as to what an energy ball is? I want to say this is like a workout supplement. Is this a thing that you order off the internet to like... <laughs> Because you're into working out again. <laughs> yes, it's true. Okay, I am into working out again. This does go along with working out. Okay. But it's something that I order from my wife. 
not from the internet, <laughs> which call. is nice because that makes it a lot cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your supplier? Exactly. <laughs> so my wife has gotten into making these, what she calls energy balls. They're basically like these peanut butter, chocolate chip, oatmeal, mm-hmm. energy ball things. Oh. She makes them for breakfast in the morning so that when we work out, we can grab a couple of them to eat after we work out. And I'm addicted yes. to these things. They're yes. so good. It's like a slightly healthier version of like a ball of cookie dough, yes. basically. That's what it feels like you're eating. I just made some this weekend. Did too. you? Yeah. I did. So so it's, how it's, am I the only person who doesn't know? It's kind of like oatmeal cookie dough. Yeah. I, I would say. What? And so, yeah, it's like peanut butter, honey, chocolate yeah. chips. And oatmeal. oatmeal. I put chia seeds in mine too. Okay, there you go. And you kind of just roll them up into little balls and then you just stick them in the fridge and then you can just grab a couple whenever you're hungry. Yeah. And really good. Right. The only danger with them is is I could eat like 37 of them in one morning. All of the energy. And so I I know like energy. Like I have to ration so hard. Because they're so good. (laughs) This morning I was like, only two, only two, only two. Like which I started with one at a time and I've quickly gone to two. I can't stop at one. You're hooked. So awesome. But yeah, I've been eating these things like crazy. If you just Google this, you can find oh. recipes for them all over the internet. Yeah, they're and there's incredibly a, popular. There's a million different kinds that you can make. Yeah, so you yeah. Can you make, can put different stuff in them. You can make that kind. Oh. You can make the no bake cookie version that's more cocoa than like mm-hmm. oatmeal. It's really good. The thing is, like, I don't really know how healthy they are or aren't <laughs> I know, for you. I like, know. Like, they taste too good to, to me healthy. to really be that healthy. I, I got, mean, that's a great so job I'm of kind branding. of skeptical. Yeah healthy-ish. If you're eating them for breakfast, that's pretty healthy. Like, I eat them as a snack, and I feel a little bit more guilty about that. Mm. But there's still, like, protein in it. It's better than, like... Other things I could be eating as a snack is my rationale. And it does give you some energy like before a workout. Yeah. So yeah. I so, really like them. Well, if you haven't tried them, Google them and yeah. make some, give them a try. You'll They're, probably yeah. never stop eating them yes. for the rest of your life if you're anything like me. time for our swagger scale where we own our awkwardness and you know guys i'm just gonna go ahead and own up to it i feel like i sound like a middle school boy going through puberty this week (laughs) i've been meaning to tell you yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's super fun and uh my job is to talk so Mm. makes things kind of interesting i've got i don't even know what it is allergies slash sinus grossness slash sore throat and I'm just like chugging tea like nobody's business but here's the funny thing I was talking to someone yesterday and they were like well I can't really tell that much of a difference I don't think you sound that different I'm like are you kidding me (laughs) you're a little offended okay but my job is to listen to myself talk all day in my headphones which is really strange when you say it out loud (laughs) so I'm like I'm so awkward it's one of those funny compliments that turns into an insult kind of by accident like no it's funny yeah you've always looked this way <laughs> exactly. Oh, what? Wait, no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay. Well, I feel like I'm a middle school. You're you know, doing the squeaking and the. It kind of feels yeah. like that to me. Like I'll say a word and it'll come out, and I'll be like, "That's not what I meant to happen there." <laughs> cool. So if I start squeaking in the middle of the podcast, you guys will have some. That's just an unavoidable thing. I know. Like, I mean, it seems to happen to me at least a couple of times a year, it does. where your voice kind of just. But isn't it awkward when you're trying to have like a serious conversation with someone like, oh, I understand. <laughs> like, I feel sorry for you guys. You had to do a whole season of this in uh, your yeah, life. Yeah, that's really deep. That's really like, cool. How's your mom doing? <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Maybe you need to start acting more like a middle school boy, too. To just own it completely. Own all of like, the awkwardness yeah. in the whole world. <laughs> if you're going to sound like it, you may as well just go all the way. Yeah, there's that. I'm not sure what behavior exactly would constitute acting like a middle we'll, school boy. I'm not sure i want to go there <laughs> i think i'll just stick with the voice it's pretty entertaining maybe i can just eat lots of food i'm already doing that that's so true as that would being, be part of it when i don't feel good i eat junk food so oh, I'm, nice. I'm already halfway there we'll just <laughs> go with that and hope that i don't go the next leap and start smelling bad maybe, maybe get really into minecraft and okay. not talking to girls <laughs> we can buy you some axe body spray no. <laughs> just spray oh. that stuff everywhere you can have an alter ego like carl <laughs> oh boy. my gosh <laughs> now it's time for crushing it celebrating our successes both big or small so this is one that's a little bit delicate for me i'm trying to make it not a humble brag but i am pretty <laughs> excited about this one so through my second job i work with a local baker 
at a cafe and she was talking to me the other day about how she's wanting to get her like website and social media presence up and off the ground. Yeah. She's one of these people that is insanely talented. Trish, if you're listening to this, I love you. You're awesome. <laughs> but she doesn't really know how to get the technology marketing mm-hmm. side of mm-hmm. it done. Yeah. She was talking to me about it and I was like, hey, you know that for KLRC and Real FM, I run their social media and I like oh. set up campaigns and stuff. And she got super excited and she's like, what would it take to hang out with you and like get a handle on this? And I was like, can you bake me a cake? <laughs> Aha. And that I, is my price. I have reached this really good point. I feel like my whole life has come to this moment where I can exchange <laughs> my talents for, for, cake. Cake. for a cake. Yes. It's what I would spend money on anyway. That's I can't get my cake taxed, so I'm just going to get paid under the table with cake. Paid in cake. That's beautiful. I am so excited about it. Should I we start paying you in cake for your work for Real FM as well? I think maybe my uh, wife would yeah. <laughs> disagree with you when that. I come You would home have and... to share the cake at the very least. <laughs> Honey, I've been missing our paycheck. Well, we have all this cakes. You'll notice <laughs> that our fridge is overflowing so with cakes and pies. <laughs> all we would want anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's a local business. I'm really passionate about local people shining, mm-hmm. getting their stuff out there. So That's super cool. Yeah, cool. good I'm, for you. I'm really pumped about it. So bartering. Yeah. Will I, you share the cake with no. us? What no. flavor okay. of cake are you gonna get? <laughs> I don't know, and I will share it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I needed to like. I need to be on record that saying nice. that I will share. This. <laughs> I'm not sure yet. She's one of these big that does the classic cakes really well, but then she also like does experimental stuff. Ooh. So I'm just going to throw a curveball and be like, do a weird cake for me. See, I, I've done some like websites and stuff for different companies, kind of mm-hmm. as my side hustle thing. And yes. uh, one of the last websites I did was for a company that does transportation for like nursing home residents, oh, okay. which the company's cool and I, I like them and, and they were great to work with and it was a great experience, but there wasn't exactly like a bartering <laughs> angle there, you know, like, some goods and was it like, yeah, give trade. me some cake we'll for transport your website. You when you're older, yeah, like, <laughs> when you're old and decrepit, we will move you to a nursing home. You won't even be like, aware of it, but <laughs> like, well, I need to find more bakers, I guess, like to do websites for Now it is time for Would You Rather. It is the great value brand of role-playing games. And I've got a doozy for you today, guys. Awesome. Are you ready? Bring it. Yes. Would you rather have trumpets for arms (laughs) or have accordions for legs? Oh, man. Choose wisely. This is such a wonderful picture. Trumpets for arms or accordions for legs. All I can imagine is just, I have really long legs, you guys. (laughs) Just imagine walking around like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Kara and I are both taller people. Yeah, so is Anson. Yeah, we're all pretty tall, so I don't know. awkward everywhere I go. Yeah, okay, so let me me kind of set the scene for you here, right? Yes. If you have accordions for legs, as Kara just pointed out... (laughs) You're going to be a noisy person yes. every time because you walk, every right? time you take a step, <laughs> it's just that depression of the accordion. That <laughs> Can like, you imagine sneaking up on someone? <laughs> imagine if you go for a jog, too. <laughs> but all of a sudden it just gets back like <laughs> every single step you You'd take. You'd be hilarious. Yeah, or oh sneaking gosh. up really slowly. <laughs> and the thing is, here's the other <laughs> thing, too, though, right? It's not just walking. When you stop and you stand still, you're just slowly going to sag down, right? Like, so you're just, uh, I'm just picturing walking up angrily to someone. <laughs> so accordions yeah. for legs, a bit of a noisy affair, oh. but trumpets for arms, potentially less noise involved there. However, instead of having hands, you're going to have like an open end of a trumpet. Super annoying. Like, I don't know if that was going to make it pretty much impossible to like, grab things. Like, How would you get anything done? I suppose ever. maybe people could deposit items like into the uh, trumpet hole yeah like and you can kind of hold things in the trumpet yeah. hole oh um, man Are and you... let's just say for the sake of argument you can sound the trumpet if okay. you wish as well oh, okay so Which you would have fun. A, a, a great way to get people's attention i suppose hey, i mean i'm just thinking if you've got trumpet arms you're well on your way to being a one-man ska band well, <laughs> like, there's that especially if you team up with somebody with accordion legs so <laughs> So where are you at? What do you guys think? I don't know. I have a lot of work that I do with my hands. Sure. Yeah. So I just feel like, but then again, trying to picture myself in Zumba class with accordion legs. (laughs) It's like the worst. They wouldn't even need music in there. They would not let me come back. Tara, dance. (laughs) 
horrible. <laughs> it's, it's not okay over there. Uh, the mental but, images. <laughs> I know. At the same time, I think I may choose that over the arms because I need my arms. I need my hands, yeah. guys. There's just too much of life that I do with my hands. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with accordion legs as well. But <laughs> if you think about accordions, they always have really cool patterns on them. Yes. So I'm thinking like, I'm going to oh, eliminate yeah. all my pants shopping like yes. right now because uh, I'm going to have done. cool accordion legs. Also with accordions, you can like lock them down, right? So I don't know. Maybe I guess. You can. You can like compress them and then just so they're you'd be, you'd have like little short tiny Stubby legs. And then your arms would be shooting out. You'd be a little nubby at that point. <laughs> I don't know. Funny. So you're both option. going with the accordion legs. I, I think, think we're both so. going to be very yeah. musical people. Very I don't musical. know if we can be friends anymore because <laughs> that is going to be exceedingly annoying. Exceedingly noisy. Unless we're sitting down. <laughs> So now it's time for the conversation. And as we said this week, talking about music that has meant something to each of us over the course of our lives. And this is a really fun exercise. I really actually enjoyed coming up with kind of my list of 10 songs yeah. and definitely would encourage other people to give this a try. If you come up with a list, make sure you share it with us on one of our social media pages or something like that. We'd love to see what your list is. Definitely. And maybe you'll even share a few songs with a couple of us here on the podcast. So I'm going to go first, guys. Going to share my list with you and uh, yes. going to start with number one. I'm going to say the title and then I have to immediately defend why this is on my list because it just sounds ridiculous. So excited. This is one of the top 10 influential songs in my life. Awesome. Number one, Yoda by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this album came out in 1985. So this is one of his earlier albums. And this is hilariously the first song that I can ever consciously remember what? listening to, That's which amazing. is why it's on my list. I was probably about five years old. My parents, for some reason, they had a vinyl copy of this. Wow. So it's also my first memory of listening to something on a record. I wasn't allowed to listen to most of the songs on the album because my parents said they were inappropriate. <laughs> but this is one of the few songs I was allowed to listen to. It's all about Yoda from Star Wars. And I loved Star Wars. So I loved that that's, aspect of it as well. That's amazing. And this song really, it kicked off my affinity for Weird Al Yankovic, which continues to this day. My wife hates Weird Al. So this is not her favorite song. It's a source of torment for it's her. It's a little bit of a source of conflict between oh us. Oh my gosh, but that's amazing. This song, it's hilarious to me. So that's the first one on my list. The second one on my list is Jesus Freak by DC Talk. Oh, man. Uh, and this is the first song I thought of when we started doing this. It was mm -hmm. the song that I put on the list first and knew that one was going to make the cut. Yeah. Because... It's one of the only songs in my entire life where I can remember exactly where I was the first time I heard it. Wow. Oh, that's cool. There are hardly any songs when I actually started thinking about it where that's the case. I was at a sleepover with friends that were in my Cub Scouts group. <laughs> yes. One of them had this CD and played this song. And I was wow. like, that is the most amazing thing I have ever heard. <laughs> And I immediately went out and bought the album. It was also the first album that I ever bought with my own money. Oh, wow. Right so I bought the CD and I played that CD in my boombox for years. That's amazing. That's way cool. And I have a feeling this is probably on some other people's lists as well. Yeah. I, I mean, have a different song from the CD on yeah. the list. I mean, yeah. that CD changed the landscape of Christian no music in really the 90s did. in a dramatic way. Yeah. And it was a sound that I had never heard before. Up to that point, I was kind of into like... 80s style rock sure. mm -hmm. like Petra or things like that. Yeah. And this was completely new. It was like this alternative rap mix, but it was completely revolutionary for me and for a lot mm -hmm. of other people. Yeah, me yeah. too. My only regret is I never saw DC Talk in concert. Oh. I feel like that's a lot of people's regret yeah, though. Yeah. Like they they really weren't around that long in their in their height. Like because this song made them go mega. Sure. And yes. then they had one more album after that, and then that was it. They yes. called it quits. And mm -hmm. uh yeah, that's still one of my deep roots. Like I will frustrations. Say, yeah. Is yeah. The fact that DC Talk broke up and never I didn't got grow back up together. With DC Talk, but I did listen to this as part of preparing for this podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I dig this song. I knew of this song just existing in the Christian pop culture yeah. you know, yes. sphere. Right. But I had never really like listened to it fully. This is a good song still. This it holds up. I maintain song. that this holds up. I'm glad I'm not the only one. My third song on my list is from the Goo Goo Dolls. It's called Slide. The Goo Goo Dolls mm -hmm. were kind of the first band that I got into that was a secular band. Uh -huh. So my parents listened to a lot of Christian music. That's what I listened to as well. And then kind of got into this song after hearing it on the radio one day. And the other thing about this song that stands out to me 
is the guitar riff is pretty yes. kind of iconic to this song. Yes. And it's what inspired me to teach myself to play the guitar. Cause I was like, cool. oh, I've right got to learn how to play this song on the guitar. Yeah. And so I stuck with it until I figured it out and it's learned like to play it. Number four, love Liberty disco <laughs> by the newsboys. Yes. And the newsboys, I probably could have put about 20 newsboys songs on this list alone <laughs> because they were my favorite band of my young childhood. Really? Wow. I've got now, one on my list too. Do you? Yeah. Okay. From that era. That's or, good. Well, not quite from that early era, but yeah. The Newsboys in the 90s were amazing. They were. They were rock stars. They were I cool. went to several Newsboys concerts. They were incredible. They were so creative with their wordplay and their mm -hmm. songs. Yes. And the one thing that I just have to point out is for anyone who's under the age of about 20, especially maybe yeah. even 25, you're probably listening to me talk about the Newsboys and going, what the heck? That's, that's a little bit me right now. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta confess. This is so far removed from the God's Not Dead era. Yeah. Isaac. Yeah. Like it's okay. not even it's not even the same band. Okay. No. okay. It really isn't actually. I mean, because Michael Tate, formerly of DC Talk, right. is yeah. the lead singer of the Newsboys nowadays. I'm talking about the Peter Furler era. Oh. The Australian guy uh. as the lead singer of the Newsboys. Completely yeah. different band. He wrote all of their music as well. So oh. completely different music. Okay. Yeah. It was Anything, very quirky and yes. fun. So would you say this is like the golden age Newsboys? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. okay. Absolutely. Okay. Love okay. Liberty Disco in particular was kind of a weird album for them. It had yeah. literal disco music on yeah. it. Cool. I actually bought this album right before my family left on a ski trip to go to Colorado. So I listened <laughs> to it in my portable CD player right yes. in the car all the way to Colorado, like a 12 hour drive. Wow. And now I have this weird Pavlovian response <laughs> where when I hear disco music, it makes me want to go skiing. Which That's is like awesome. The weirdest thing ever. So cool though. <laughs> That's awesome. But oh, if I ever go skiing again, I'm going to, you know, put some disco music on oh, my yeah. phone and That's, listen to it while I'm on the mountain. Oh, yeah. That's another one where I was listening to it and you had mentioned the skiing thing yeah. and I was like I can see like getting, <laughs> getting like you're right. slaloming into that like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. gotcha number five on my list is all the small things Blink yes. 182 yes which I'm guessing this is another one that may show up on some other people's lists. <sighs> this was the first song I ever loved that I tried to keep secret from my parents <laughs> because it had the word sucks in it. And I was mortified by that. Oh, and so I never listened to it in front of them. Yeah. There were times where I was like listening to it in my room and I would turn down the volume right at that point. So that, <laughs> that word wouldn't be loud enough for them to hear. Um, but it was a terrific song. It was so catchy. Yeah. It's and very it, iconic. From yeah. That era. Absolutely. Yeah. It was kind of like the standard bearer for like pop yep. punk. Yep. Yeah. It started the pop punk craze, I think. Yes. It certainly did for me anyway. Yeah. The number six song on my list, this one is kind of a weird one for me because it stands out compared to most of my other ones. It's Hurt by Johnny Cash. Oh. And I was familiar enough with his popular songs like mm -hmm. Ring of Fire and mm -hmm. some of those iconic songs that I like well enough, but I'm not a country music fan at all. Right. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really a big Johnny Cash fan. He was way before my time, really. But near the end of his career, he released this song called Hurt, which is actually a cover of a Nine Inch Nails song. Yep. And I saw the music video for this song. To this day, it's one of the most amazing music videos I think that's ever been released. So yeah. if you mm -hmm. haven't seen the music video to this song, do yourself a favor. Yeah. Look up Hurt by Johnny Cash on YouTube and watch mm -hmm. this song yeah. because most of the songs I have ever heard, especially as a younger guy, were from young artists about living life up, partying, yes, having a good yes. time, being right. young, all of those kind of stereotypical things. Mm. And in this song, it's like the exact opposite. Johnny Cash is at the end of his career. Mm. He's thinking about wow. what has been. He's looking back and going, so much of my life was meaningless. Right. And mm. the music video hammers that home in such a profound way. Wow. It had a big impact on me when I saw it. It also probably doesn't hurt that at the time I had learned to play the guitar. And oh. I have a very deep voice. Yeah. Yeah. And so I can sing Johnny Cash songs. Hey. Not, not like Johnny Cash can, obviously. But that's amazing. Not comparing myself to him. But I have the same like vocal register. Sure. And so wow. I could play a lot of his songs. And so this is one of the ones that, oh, and that, that song I love to sing. It's like an funny. almost anti-pop song where it's the mm. natural conclusion to like a Johnny Cash career of saying like right. he has a lyric oh. on there that's like my empire of dirt almost a nihilistic this mm. is all for mm -hmm. nothing like if you're reaching for material it's just gonna amount to nothing 
Uh, number seven, this one is another band that I could have chosen 20 different songs for, but I went with Forward Motion by Reliant K. Yes. Reliant K was the band for me in high school. Yes. Listened to them on repeat. I think this was right around the time I got an iPod, and they uh, were, yeah. I'm sure, by far the most played artist on my iPod. <laughs> uh-huh. And anything from two lefts don't make a right, but three do. Yep. <laughs> or mm-hmm, the one after that, or Five Score, and Seven Years Ago, the album after that, any of those songs I could put on here. Aren't they the Sadie Hawkins dance band? Yes, they yes, are. That's the one I remember. The Sadie yeah. Hawkins, yeah. that one as well. They cornered the market on they Sadie have- Hawkins theme songs. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Their music was so infectious, and it was yeah. kind of a continuation of this pop-punk style. The lyrics, incredibly creative. That's definitely the band of my high school years, absolutely. Yeah. So then we're kind of moving into like college-age Anson. Yeah. And that's where I get to the Postal Service. The Postal Service, their album that they released in 2003, I found it a couple of years later because it kind of took a little while for it to become yeah. a big thing and gain kind of this almost cult following. Mm-hmm. But eventually it did. And I found it right about the time I moved into my dorm at John Brown, my freshman year. And this was my go to soundtrack for late night paper writing. Yeah. Oh. This was what I listened to because it's kind of chill electronic music. And I think the biggest reason that it really stands out to me now is because I started dating my wife right around the same time that I started listening to this and she really enjoyed it as well. And so it was kind of the first music that we listened to and enjoyed together when we started dating. That's super cool. And that actually brings up an interesting point about this experiment for me. And I don't know if you guys feel the same way. But when I had to skim down my number of songs, mm-hmm. I found myself skipping over some of the songs that might make just my pure top 10 just yeah. musically mm-hmm. for songs that impacted my life because right. of who I related them to or right. a life experience mm-hmm. that was going on at, at the time. Yes. And that's something that's so powerful with it's, music. It is. Oh, it's, and the way music can bring back memories too. Like I was going through my list and I just had this wave of nostalgia of like 15 yeah. year old Isaac skating around town, like to certain songs that I'll talk yes. about in a minute, but like, especially the postal service too, like having it so closely like affiliated with Dree, that has to be awesome. Right. And there's that's this very, really it's cool. very visceral. Like some yeah. of those like nostalgic kind of memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it comes back. I, I remember exactly like sitting in this type of chair in this room yes. listening to this song. Yes. There's actually been some research done that people who get Alzheimer's, the part of their brain that's the last to go is the one that takes in and remembers music. Mm. And so they've actually done some research oh, and some man. experiments with like playing music that were from their days as young people and seeing like revolutionary results of people waking up when they hear this music because their brain so strongly associates that with those times in their life. It's that's incredible. My ninth song on my list is from Angels and Airwaves. It's called Love Like Rockets. And this is from an album called I Empire that was released in 2007. My wife and I got married in 2007. So this was an album that we listened to right around the time we were engaged and got married. So it was one of the first albums we enjoyed as a married couple. So Mm. if the Postal Service was kind of a band that we got to love together when we first met and was part of the soundtrack to our dating relationship. Yes. This was kind of the soundtrack to our marriage yeah. early on. I love Angels and Airwaves, and I could go on forever about them, but That's I won't so bore awesome. you with my love for them. <laughs> Number 10, this one is kind of interesting as well. This is the most recent one on my list from 2014, so just four years ago. Shut Up and Dance by <laughs> Walk the Moon. You know, I like this song. It's a fun pop song. I enjoy it. It would probably never make my top 10 of just my favorite songs just based on like the musical quality of it alone. Yeah. But again, it's because of the relationships it reminds me of. Mm -hmm. And this is the song I think of when I think of my daughters, because my daughter, Avi, fell in love with this song (laughs) when she heard it on the radio. And to this day, my daughters, Avi and Arwen, this is their favorite song. And my daughters love having dance parties in the living room. And so so not only because they love the music of this song, but like the title of it, it's like their life anthem. (laughs) And they literally tell me, Dad, shut up and dance with us. And that's something that we still do to this day is have dance parties in the living room. And this is kind of like the founding song of that dance party thing. And so this song, I think, is going to be one that, yeah, I remember for a long, long time, even though it was maybe just kind of a summer song, you know, one hit wonder kind of a thing. It's going to far outlive that for me. 
because of the association that it has with my daughters. So so amazing. That's my list. Love it. So number one on my list, it's kind of similar to yours, Anson, going back like to the beginning. What's some of the early music that really shaped me that I remember? And the first one on my list is Dream a Little Dream by the Mamas and the Papas. My parents were kind of into 60s music. And so that's what I listened to as like Mm. a grade schooler, which seems really funny now. So all these songs, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's like my childhood, weirdly. Yes. (laughs) And so I used to sit and listen to this album that the song was on in grade school and write stories with all the feelings because are we surprised like mama Cass belting out this beautiful dream a little dream Ah, it's yeah so I still love them (laughs) still love that song Number two is a classic Mbop because yes. this started the uh, boy band phase of yes. my life. Mm. Um, so they were the first, but then NSYNC followed shortly after. And right. I, that was pretty into them. That late 90s boy band oh, phase man. was oh, man. something else. It was fierce. And I was super into them. I had, <laughs> oh, of course. I had like a, a behind the scenes video of them like on tour <laughs> and I would watch it over and over <laughs> and over. I remember listening to the CD in my Discman, my portable CD right. player on the way to Texas just like on repeat. My name is Anson and it yes. kind of sounds like Hanson. I had oh. some friends in high school that started calling me Mbop. Okay. Oh. Much to my chagrin. That's so That's cruel. But yeah. oh, my feelings, about, anything my feelings right about that song are a little more complicated. <laughs> some trauma. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Number three on my list is uh, from the DC Talk album you mentioned, Jesus Freaks. Yes. It's called What If I Stumble. Ooh, that was a good one. Oh my gosh. This is one of the first times I remember really being drawn in by the authenticity mm. of a Christian song. Oh, um, wow. It felt very unique to me that someone was actually singing about the struggle. And I identified so strongly with it. I just played it over and over. And it was in my early middle school years. And I remember playing it for my dad, actually. And it's kind of an interesting thing because it, it did create this like, yeah, somebody struggles. It's not just me. It also created this interesting kind of pressure. Mm. Don't do it wrong. Don't stumble and fall. (laughs) Uh, But you know, there's lyrics in the songs that says, you know, even if I stumble and fall, you'll never turn in the heat of it all. And I remember my dad saying, it seems like they're whispering what they should be shouting, which was an interesting concept. And I was like, what? Like, cause that's the part that they whisper is like, you'll never turn in the heat of it all. And the rest of it is like, what if I stumble and fall? Oh my gosh, what's going to (laughs) happen? I was like, okay, that's really interesting looking back now and seeing how maybe that shaped me, but the authenticity in it, I still has really shaped what music I love now. Yeah. Uh, number four is Irene by Toby Mac. Aha. I remember this song as this, well. Yeah. I had this CD as well. Did, Did you? you? Yes. Yeah. Momentum. Is, oh my gosh. This was uh, a mission trip jam for us. We would play it every night when we were on this mission trip in Mississippi and we would have a little youth group approved dance party and we thought we were super cool. So yes. <laughs> there was that You one. were. I mean, you know. I liked Toby Mac Momentum, yeah. but I think I was still kind of bitter over DC Talk breaking <laughs> up. And so I was like, no, Toby Mac, you ruined my band you are a pillar of salt listening to this exactly so i I was kind of a holdout on toby mac oh that's hilarious that makes sense that's such a good jam like i even remember listening to that full album and hearing that and at the time i was like a way cool kid and i was like it's a girly song (laughs) i still quietly bopped it it's a good good song number five is the parting glass by the whale and jenny's and so this we're taking like a hard right turn into my college years when I began to explore a lot of new music through Pandora, which was a thing at the time. And I started to fall in love with a completely different kind of music. Wailing Jenny's is very like folksy, but I started to listen to a lot more like indie acoustica type stuff. And uh, my roommate was actually a vocal performance major. And so this song in particular, she sang for her recital, her senior recital. So we used to like walk around our little cinder block duplex and sing this together Mm -hmm. spontaneously, just like break into song. And so that's what this song takes me back to is like another relationship. right? Exactly. Which is very interesting. Number six on my list is something beautiful from the newsboys. That was my newsboys jam. Yeah, I remember that song. That was a fun song. It is a fun one. And I used to listen to it when I was a student just beginning in radio before I would do a voice track or shit. And mm-hmm. to pump myself up and kind yes. of get in the zone and get off like Lego the stress of the day. That was one of the last great Newsboys songs. Yes, in it my was. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> pour one out for him. I know. <laughs> true pour story. One out for the <laughs> you true. don't understand, Isaac. We're gonna have an old school yeah, Newsboys listening party. Yeah. I'm, I'm on with it. I'm we good. We got it. We got to go back. Number seven, uh, this was a pretty significant one for me. It's called Times by 10th Avenue North. So I was working a really tough job living in the middle of nowhere and really struggling with depression. And this was on my iPod back in the day. I listened to this song almost every night before bed during this tough season. And it just kind of kept me going. 
incredible song. I love 10th Avenue North. Some of their lyrics, they're very like moody and, and deep and things. But this one in particular, I still have this one on repeat. I still listen to it a lot times from 10th Avenue North. Number eight, Black Sheep from Matt Carney. I wanted to put more Matt Carney songs yes, on this one because Matt oh, I love Matt Carney. All of his songs I just resonate with, but this one in particular, all about being the black sheep. It feels like this song could be the story of my life all by itself. I'm an Enneagram four. And one of our chief characteristics is that we feel like we don't belong. And so oh. won't somebody tell me what's wrong with me the lyrics to the song, <laughs> but it's very catchy and upbeat. So you don't feel as sad about it. You're like, I'm the one black sheep. I yeah. don't belong, but this jam is cool. But it's okay. No one understands me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a black sheep. But this is a fun song. Number nine is fight song by, I just totally forgot her name. Rachel, Rachel Platten. Thank you. Rachel Platten. I know this song as well because if uh, my daughter had yes. a list of 10 songs, this would probably this would be on hers. hers as That's well. Yeah. Awesome. She went through a phase where she loved this song. Yeah. It's a good one. This song makes me think of killing it on the elliptical machine at the gym. Mm, yeah. I was, I was uh, working on healing some stuff, becoming a whole person. And my therapist told me at the time, exercise is medicine. And that clicked Ooh. in me. And I was like, here we go. And yeah. that song was what I pounded it out. Yeah, music that. is medicine too, right? Music I mean, and exercise together. Yeah. You put them together. It's very powerful medicine. Power. Exactly. Unstoppable. And then the final one, number 10, is uh, a song called Covered You by Future of Forestry. And uh, I remember listening to this song on a road trip back to Nebraska, and I literally couldn't turn it up loud enough. And I, I just kept hitting repeat over and over and over. And, and the song is basically all about how God's love literally covers all the moments of my life, Yeah, which is something I've been kind of coming to sink into that reality more and more in the last few years. I've listened to Future of Forestry a few times on your recommendation. Yeah. I think you mentioned it on a yeah. prior I podcast. Yeah. It's They're really great. Epic. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. the same. And I think that what's cool about that song is like you were talking about, God's love is such a massive concept to even chew on mm. and think about. And I think that the only way to address it is through art and to kind of yes. say like, we are pieces of God's creation. So to appreciate God through art makes so yes. much sense to me. And I think that this song really conveys it makes it almost tangible, but at the yeah. same time, still kind of ethereal. If God's love had to be yeah, described in a song, this is what it would sound like. This that, is what God's love sounds like. I'm like, whoa. That type yeah. of music rarely makes me emotional. And yeah. after reading your summary, I listened to it on my drive in. And I, <laughs> legit, I was like, <laughs> at my steering wheel, like awesome. in Siloam Springs, just Yay. like crying. Success. <laughs> Let's get started with my list. So this is going to be way weird for those of you that like have your music. You're going to like it. I don't know. <laughs> like you guys, I kind of went back to my first memory of music. And the first one that I can really remember distinctly is Roy Orbison's You Got It. My dad, he's a big Roy Orbison fan at the time. And I can distinctly remember this moment. We were living, I think we were either in Nashville at the time or in northeastern Arkansas. I remember my head on his shoulder and him singing this song. So the Aww. premise of the song is anything you want, you got it. It's him saying he'll do anything for the person that he loves. Mm. And I know that this is a romantic song, but for me, mm. it always carried this parental. I love you so much. Mm. I will give you the world. So mm. I hear that song and think that's fondly. powerful. Yeah. 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 So if I ever have kids, they're definitely getting my off key oh, version. That's <laughs> precious. I have actually made an addendum to my list going over oh. it this morning. Uh, it's going to come with a question for both of you. Okay. <laughs> Guys, I was thinking the other day, what if cartoons no. got saved? Shut up, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Rice had a song, What If Cartoons Got Saved. Yes, uh, yes, he did. Oh, he so broke copyright laws left and right <laughs> to have all of these kids worship with cartoons. We had a youth minister at the time when I was like maybe seven or eight who decided to perform this song, not only perform it in our church, but also say, my family name is Ike. And he was like, I know that one of our kids likes this song. And he forgot the words to it like no. halfway through. Oh, no. That's not allowed. So I have this like very up and down <laughs> relationship with this song where like I'm singing along, but then I also remember oh my gosh. it's associated with his failure. <laughs> funny look i thought that song was cute the first time i heard it yeah right. but then the problem was i got to uh klrc and started working at klrc <laughs> as a student and i was doing the fuddruckers all request lunch oh hour gosh. is what it was called at the time I love and it, it was all requests and so people would call in with their requests literally every single day 
people would call in requesting the cartoon song. Oh, that's trauma. Oh, and that's I could only take so much of that before yeah. I almost lost my mind. Yeah. It drove me to the brink of insanity. That's so, so funny. That forever ruined that Took song you to for the me. Dark place. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Moving down the list, I've got Bye 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 by NSYNC. Uh, of course. This was my first yes. and only cassette tape that I owned. I actually wore it out because nice. wow. I listened to it so I'm honestly much. kind of surprised that that song only made one of our lists. Well, like, because yeah. it, it could have very well been oh, on man. mine. I almost yeah. had and an sync on mine, but yeah, I went with I mean, Hanson to represent that time. But yeah, that song would be on tons of people's I still lists. defend yeah. this as a banger. Like, <laughs> this is a good song. This is my coming out party for NSYNC. <laughs> I love this song. That makes me happy. My third song on my list is Hit or Miss by newfound glory so after the spiky newfound glory yes after the spiky hair era of boy bands and all of that did you have spiky hair i did have spiky Ooh, hair and i wanted I spiky to hair too. did you bleach it no i wanted to though no, i wasn't I allowed bleached it. <laughs> you I were have, cooler I than have, me i have pictures of my bleached spiky <laughs> oh my hair God. sorry i didn't have spiky hair <laughs> <laughs> thank god like, that out. i didn't have spiky hair anyway we face. can keep going <laughs> Yeah, like Anson around early 2000s, I got way into pop punk music. Mm -hmm. And this is another one of those songs that just generates memories for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. my knees instantly feel like I've scraped them when I hear this song. Oh, like, this was funny. my get my CD player and skate around town mm. to song. So, scraped knees and newfound glory. That's awesome. That's my early 2000s. My fourth song is Look What Happened by a band called Less Than Jake. They're a ska band. And at this point, we're reaching around 14 to 16 year old me. I have on my notes here, like for better or worse, I went through a really intense segment of life where a lot of stuff happened all at once that kind of forced me to grow up faster mm. than I would have preferred. The song kind of has an escapist sort of let's stay up all night walking mm. around town, talking about getting out of here vibe, mm. which very much resonated with me at the time. I was like, yeah. I don't want to be here at all. I lived in a really small town. There was not much to do. And I was like, yeah. this song gets me. So that yeah. was one of my like. I think that escapism mm -hmm. theme is big for a lot of people in yeah. adolescence. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool looking back on it because now I can remember like making terrible decisions back then. But hearing this song now as a you know young adult, it's a different lens. But I still have those memories of how it did feel to kind yeah. of walk around at 2 a.m. thinking, oh, mm -hmm. man, this is bad. It's my brooding <laughs> song. Right. <laughs> on a happier note, number five, The Downfall of Us All by A Day to Remember. In 2009, a record called Homesick came out. And let me tell you, for anyone who like hot topics and skate parks, <laughs> this song was the jam. Oh, my gosh. Um, so the intro of this song starts off with just a da 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 da. <laughs> it's literally that. I can remember riding in my friend's beat up yellow Chevrolet. I don't know what kind of car this was. It was terrible. <laughs> it was held together. Some sections of zip ties and duct tape. <laughs> no. We would scream along to this driving to the skate park on hot summer days. This song brings back a smell oh of teenage gosh. boy to me. And I'm just like, <laughs> wow, it's bittersweet. Taco Bell and teenage dudes. I hadn't actually heard of this song, but when I listened to it from your playlist, I totally could get how the intro would oh, have yeah. like that kind of iconic visceral kind yep, of yeah connection yep. for you. It just encourages so a bunch funny. of young dudes to be rowdy. Right. And yeah. I just smile. I can totally picture that. Yeah. I smile ear to ear hearing this because <laughs> it just brings back no responsibilities being completely yes. crazy. That's, That's one of my favorite awesome. songs. Number six is Relentless Intolerance by a band called Demon Hunter. Oh, yes. This is a call out to all mm -hmm. of my heavier music fans that are Christians and believers because at the time I was not a believer. I'm going to have a little confession here, <laughs> but I did have a lot of friends who were Christians and they loved the music that I loved and they always recommended Demon Hunter to me <laughs> yeah. and I was kind of the jaded like, oh God. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> Demon Hunter was kind of their way of obviously being like, dude, you need to listen to this music. Oh, and as heavy cool. as this music is, it has a super redemptive message that Frankly, I'm super happy that I had at the time because it was ministering to me whether mm. I realized mm. it or not. Uh, number seven is Just Like Heaven by a band called The Cure. So we're getting into late <laughs> teens. That's fun. Yeah, I know. That's fun. Going backwards. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. This is late teens Isaac. Uh, by this point, the skinny ripped up jeans have been replaced with Goodwill clothes that I bought <laughs> in St. Louis area Goodwills. Shout out to all of you. That was, that was a fun time. Um, I fell in with a bunch of people who listened to really cool music. It was the vinyl only crowd that um, okay. I fell in with. Went and back to the 80s. Yeah, yeah so awesome. I took a trip back to the 80s and I totally fell in love with this music. This is actually a song that my wife, Brie, walked down the aisle to oh. 
we had the uh, vitamin string orchestra version of this song that's playing. super cool I actually listened to that version of the song driving into work after i listened to your song yes had a big old yeah. gross emotional moment <laughs> oh in the car. that's so sweet it was great i so, kind of yeah. love that every time i hear just like heaven i just smile it's a oh good song. number eight good as new by vacationer so this is the point where i'm reaching college the baggy sweatshirts are a thing the Combating stress and being overwhelmed with music mm. is definitely a thing. Yes. This is just kind of one of those bops that's like, it's very upbeat. You're very happy. You're smiling. Just kind of. I really like this one as I listened to your list. Yeah. I had never heard of it, but I really liked it. Yeah. It's just kind of like a lo-fi, like kind of good day, sunny yeah. day song. Yeah, so it is. I really love this song. It's fun. Uh, number nine for me is Together Burning Bright by a band called Take It Back. There's an exclamation point. <laughs> We're reaching. This, I kind of went like a timeline of my life, like yeah. hitting the high points, I think. Mm. This is a song that is actually my friend's band. They're a local Northwest Arkansas band that my friend was the vocalist for. And mm. at this time, I'm kind of focusing on music with a more redemptive message. Yeah. You know, hanging on to my heavy music bug that I've been with my whole life, but music that I can relate to that has a message that I really love. Mm. And I went to one of their shows and I met all the guys in that band and I got to be really good friends with them. So this song is That's cool. really special to yeah, me. Yeah. One of the lyrics that stands out to me. We could look fear in the face and say, we never want to be this way again. Mm. So it's kind of like a powerful anthem for people like me who wow. are frequently afraid. <laughs> <laughs> My last one is number 10, Broken Hands by a band called Paperweight. And I promise. Hey. Who is that, Isaac? Uh, this, is, this is a troubling point for me. I am not trying to come across as conceited. I promise you, this was a band that I was in. I was in this band. Um, <laughs> This was our last song that we recorded before we broke up. I actually wrote the first verse in the chorus for this song. And oh, cool. I have obviously a special place for this song. The lyrics, what can I fix with broken hands, busted knuckles, flecked white from the walls of my home? I keep taking your calls, talking you back off your ledge while I sit on my own. I wrote this song from wow. a place addressing both depression in myself and in other people. Mm. A lot of the times I'll be more than happy to take phone calls from all of my friends who are down, but mm -hmm. I don't address my own problems, talking someone off their ledge while oh, I'm sitting up there man. all on my own. The last time that we played this song, I got to hop on mic and talk about it a little bit. And it was really fresh for me because we were going through a lot of stuff at the time as well. Mm. And after that show, our last show at a bar in Fayetteville, a kid came up to me and he had followed the band for a while. So I knew him and tears in his eyes. He was like, man, I lost my mom to depression recently. Oh. And that song hit me. And we got a chance to pray right there together outside of this bar surrounded by a ton of drunk people hanging out. <laughs> that is and super cool. I'm going to remember that moment for the rest of my life. And Paperweight never amounted to much of anything other than local shows, but it mm. all came to that moment for me. Mm. And it was kind of a cool note to end it on. That was our last show. And yeah. I'll take it. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's really awesome. That's and huge. by the way, I dig that song. Oh, right on. That's really good. I like it. I like it a lot. Guys, I feel like I learned so much about you looking at your playlist. Yesterday, I was like, I was reading through Isaac's and I, I sent a little gif of a little girl banging on the window of all the feelings <laughs> after I read all of his descriptions. And I was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Each one yeah, of you, yeah. I was like, these songs shaped you and who you were, and I get it. I can totally see that. That really makes sense. So yeah. it's really quite profound, I think. I think like so the too. way that music influences you and the way that you associate it with various events in yeah. your past. Sure. It's very, very strong. I, I was talking to my wife, kind of reminiscing with her about these yeah. and sharing it with her. And she was like, Oh yeah, that one and that one. And she was kind of sharing, here's what some of mine would be. Right. And it really it's is a fun cool. exercise. If you go through this and come up with a list of your own, please send it to yes. us. We would love to see yeah. some other examples. And if you would like to check out the songs that made each of our lists, we're going to have a link to each of those in the show description. So yeah. check out the show description, click on the link, and we have those playlists both yes. on Spotify and we have a written version on our blog at realfm.online that you can read to uh, learn a little bit more about some of these songs that we selected. It's just so fun to see yeah. what fun. songs influenced other people and in what ways. Because so often I think we can connect with that as yeah. well. Even if it's not the exact same song, there are a couple of songs of Isaac's that maybe I hadn't heard of before. Right. But after listening to those songs and hearing you describe what they meant to you, I can connect to those in a very similar way of going like, yeah. yes, I went through a period of my life very much like this. Yeah. Maybe it was a different song for me, but it was the same kind of idea, the same yeah. thing yep. that I was going through and the same type of song that helped me get through it. 
right, speaking of music, jumping right into our on repeat this week. My on repeat is Never Let Me Go by Graceful Closure. I feel like this song fits right in. We could just put it at number 11 on my list of (laughs) story of my life songs. (laughs) Okay, just continue. (laughs) Yeah, it fits with the theme. It fits with it musically. This is a new song we just started playing on Real FM, and I love it. I mean, I think we probably weren't even through the first verse when we were listening to this song for the first time, and I was like, yep, five, five, (laughs) yep, this is great. So it starts off, you know, when the seasons change, when the levee breaks, I hold on, when I'm falling fast, heading for a crash, I hold on, and the pre-chorus is what got me. I know it's all in my head, these things, these things I'm overthinking. I know it's all in my head, these things I'm overthinking. I'm like, yes, overthinking (laughs) is my MO. And so basically the point of the song is, God, you're never going to let me go, even when I'm overwhelmed and I'm overthinking and I feel like I'm just headed for a crash. Uh, And the chorus is super catchy musically as well. It's just a beautiful song. And I have been literally repeating this song over and over this week. It's a it's a really good one. I love Graceful Closure. I I didn't discover them until we were working on the Real FM project and putting together artists and playlists for Real FM. We've played, I think, three of their songs now. This may be the third one. Mm-hmm. And all of their songs kind of follow that pattern that of theme, like, yeah, yeah right. they seem to yeah. be really zeroing in on, on that mm-hmm. theme, but doing it in a way that's very redemptive and hopeful yeah. at the same time that it's also very authentic and real. I and I it. love that combination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My on repeat this week is Whispers by Anson. Tell me out with this one. Cersina. Sriracha. 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 Every time I get into this point when I'm on Real FM talking on the shows, I'm like, that was Whispers by Sarah <laughs> Whispers. No, the first time, I think Anson showed me this one. We were talking about whether or not we were going to play it. And I heard it, and you'll know, having just talked about the music that I'm into, I'm into heavier music. Yeah. <laughs> there are some songs that they're very poppy, but I also have this inner in sync in me that's like, say, bye, 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 still lurking there under the like, surface. You love this. It's never gone away. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those songs that I have lost all of my facade of trying to be my version of cool or whatever right. that looks like. And I love the heck. Sorry to swear. I love the heck. Out of this song. That's um, awesome. Kara always has these wonderful, like, deep songs. And well. then I'm like, I like these bops. <laughs> <laughs> this song is cool. But at first I heard it, it was like, quit with all these Chinese whispers. At first I was like, is that okay to say? And then <laughs> I actually did some research on this. That's actually an old game similar to Telephone that right. people would play. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's basically the game Telephone, but that's what they call it in Great Britain. Oh, I right. didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's but, what the British call. And like in British colonies like Australia or places yeah. like that. Oh, that's my goodness. Chinese Whispers is Telephone. What so we call Telephone. Oh, that's that's so what she funny. was talking about. Because yeah. at first I was like, that's racist. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. I was thinking about that too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, should I sing along to this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love this song right now. My on repeat this week is You Can't Stop Me, the new remix by Andy Minio and Messiah and God. They try to shut us down and it ain't gonna slide. Only thing I fear is God and he on my side. That's the confidence I got cause he got me. That's why I really feel like you can't stop me. So this song is another song that my daughters love. They oh. loved You Can't Stop Me and there's just something hilarious about like a four-year-old screaming You Can't Stop Me. <laughs> Cracks me up. You're like, yes, this is true. But the song is a few years old, and and I'll admit after a little while, it kind of started to wear on me a little bit, and it wasn't my favorite anymore. And then the song apparently very recently went gold for Andy Minio. To celebrate, he and Gavi and Messiah got together, and they dropped this remix version And this isn't just like you can't stop me with a little bit of extra pizzazz thrown in there or something. They really like kind of rewrote the entire first verse of the song, gave it an all new personality. It's very Latino inspired. And I am digging Latino inspired music right now. It's really, really fun. Gavi has done several tracks like this, like cumbia and different tracks that are just so much fun. I love them. And it's a type of music I had never really heard or been into before. Mm. So I'm just kind of now discovering it. That's awesome. And this has totally brought this song back yeah. for me. 
And all of a sudden I, I'm listening to this again. I played it for my daughters the other day. I was like, hey, you got to hear this. And they were super thrilled and excited about it. It has so much energy. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes I just want something that has a ton of energy. Oh, so and, true. And this cool fits the bill. About this song and a lot of stuff that Gavi does is that he does get elements from Latino music, which is really cool because I'm like you. I hadn't listened to any of that before. Yeah. But uh, after listening yeah. to some Gavi mixes... I actually started listening a little bit to our local Latino stations. Did you? And then I'm starting to hear like some of those elements yeah. and some of those time signatures oh, where I'm like, that it's sounds really like really fun. Yeah, it's it way fun. cool. It's really, really good. And I, it's always really exciting to me when I get to kind of branch into a new genre of music. Mm. Yeah. I think as we we're going through these lists and talking yeah. about that, a lot of times back in my past, I would have been very focused on like, I like pop punk. Pop punk is all I like. Right. <laughs> and anything else is stupid right. and not worthy of my time. Yeah. As I've gotten older, I've kind of become much more appreciative of various genres. Oh, same. And I've yeah, gone like, too. you know what? Dance music or hip hop music. Right. Or yes. I'm, I'm still working on the country thing. I'll get there. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that'll be my one holdout. Yeah. But with a lot of those genres, I'm going, wow, okay, there actually is a lot to appreciate here. Sure. Oh, that's and true. Uh, this song is kind of helping me in that as I discover Latino infused music. All right, well, that wraps up our show on music. And man, that was really fun. I loved getting to hear your guys' thoughts on your playlists. Yeah. And I have a feeling I'm going to be listening to those playlists I know, several right? times <laughs> yeah, over the next few weeks. All right, I'm closing the show out with a quote today. This is regards to our post-tax season that we really just had. And <laughs> this kind of carries along with my life most of the time. This is from Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. Yes. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I do it really, really well. <laughs> So true. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Real Talk podcast from Real FM. Catch Real Talk with Anson and Kara from 4 to 7 p.m. live every weekday on Real FM radio. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent or reflect the views of John Brown University, KLRC Radio, or Real FM.